Parsha Shoftim begins with the command to establish an ethical judicial system. The Torah says, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov. Righteousness, righteousness, you shall pursue. So Tzedek, Tzedek, why the redundancy? The Mepharshim explained, we must pursue righteousness with righteousness. So what does that mean exactly? So we're all familiar with the story of Robin Hood. According to legend, Robin Hood was an heroic outlaw from Nottingham. He was famous for robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. So was he a hero or a villain? According to the Torah, his strategy was fundamentally flawed. In Halacha, we're not only concerned about the end in itself, but also about the means to the end. Robin Hood had noble intentions. He had good reason to steal. He didn't do it for his own gain, but to help others. But the means of how he got there are criminal and unethical. If one will go to a supermarket and steal some bread and milk and say, it's to feed a poor family, would that make stealing right and ethical? Of course not. Was he stealing them for a good reason? Of course, but it's still wrong. The Torah tells us tzedek, you want to pursue righteousness? Tzedek terdav. You must achieve it only through righteous means. There's a famous question that the Mepharshim asks, if the Ovis kept all of the Torah, why would Yaakov Avinu violate the biblical prohibition of marrying two sisters, Rachel and Leah? So Yaakov Kamenetsky says something very powerful. Yaakov Avinu wasn't commanded not to marry two sisters. As the Torah was not yet given to Klai Yisrael, he did it out of his own volition. However, he gave his word to Rachel that he will marry her. Granted, love and played a trick on them, and he gave him Leah instead. But that does nullify his promise to Rachel. Yaakov reasoned, I gave Rachel my word. How can I violate it? He said, what will it be? Either my chumrah or my word. And his word prevailed, even at the expense of violating his own chumrah. That's tzedek tzedek terdev, pursuing righteousness with righteousness. You can be machmer on yourself, but think of how it will impact the people around you. If they will suffer as a result, then it's not a chumrah at all. For example, there's a chumrah not to eat anything outside of the sukkah, not even a drink of water. So you take your family to an amusement park on Chalamoid Sukkahs, and you're hungry and thirsty and irritated, and as a result, you take it out on your wife and children. That is misplaced righteousness. We can't step over people while we are chasing our own righteousness. Shagafavim and the Lovitz Atzal, the founder of Yeshiva Torah Vedas in America, he once stayed in Miami for Shabbos at the home of a former student. The host escorted his Rebbe home from Shul Friday night. But when he opened the door, the young man was shocked and embarrassed. His wife, exhausted from a week's worth of child-rearing and the responsibility of keeping a home, was sprawled out onto the couch. The Shabbos table was half set, the dishes placed in a pile next to the becher and the wine. At the head of the table, there were two large chalas sitting uncovered. The custom is to cover the chalas while making Kiddush, as the blessing over bread normally precedes that of the wine. It is somewhat a metaphorical embarrassment of the bread, thus it is covered during Kiddush. The student, who was embarrassed at the state of affairs, called out to his wife in somewhat a demeaning manner, Please let us prepare the table in its entirety. Turning to his rabbi, he said, I'm sure that leaving the bread uncovered was an oversight. Attempting to shift his self-inflicted embarrassment upon his wife, he said, Everyone knows that we must cover the challah before making Kiddush.
Reb Shagafavim and the Lovitz was annoyed at the man's self-righteous behavior and said to him, Over the years, I've heard many problems that people faced. Students, couples and adults from all walks of life have entered my office to discuss their personal situations with me. Not once did a chala ever enter my office suffering from an inferiority complex because it was left uncovered during Kiddush. Do you know why? Because we are not concerned with the chala. We are concerned with making ourselves cognizant of feelings. We worry about chala's feelings as a means to care about and to be sensitive to the feelings of human beings. How then can you embarrass your wife over not covering the chala when the act of covering is supposed to train you in sensitivity? That is the antithesis of tzedek, tzedek tirdav. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.